Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, whatever other pronouns that describe two specific genders. I hope you're having a fantastic Friday. Welcome to the live stream. It's June 11th, 2021. And today's one of those days where I don't have enough characters in like the title bio to put all the freaking things I'm going to talk about into the title, man. We're going to go through so much stuff. We've got stories breaking from Inspector General Horowitz making some swamp rats, some congressmen in D.C. nervous, and that's pretty clear. What else do we got? China coming out with a study claiming that they found coronaviruses in bats a long, long time ago. Looks like a uh, CYA job to me, if you want to call it that. We've got stuff on the vaccine fight, the audit fight. Uh, I want to talk about cryptos and UFOs, too, towards the end. Trump's been putting out all kinds of statements I hope my computer doesn't melt while I'm doing this because I got like 20 different tabs up we're going to roll through here. So we're going to get to all of that right after this quick word from today's sponsor. Ooh-wee! All right, where to begin, where to begin. So I have like three or four things I want to show you before we start digging into today's main stories. And uh, first of all, shout out to Doug Billings. Thank you, Doug. Doug's a great dude. Uh, He had me on his program earlier this week. We taped an interview, and it just came out yesterday. We talked about everything having to do with UFOs, from it being a distraction to everything else. Like, they claim it's not American technology. They think that certain projects haven't mastered gravity or looked into free energy. What what is this? What are these laws of science? Anyway, it was a uh, great conversation because Doug just allowed me to talk and say whatever I wanted to say, and... I went to town talking about things I haven't I haven't even thought of in a while. I was like, oh, yeah, let's talk about, you know, John G. Trump taking Nikola Tesla's papers and different free energy researchers from back in the day and all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and link that below in the description. And I posted on Telegram, sent out an email with it in there, too. So various ways to watch it. Also, go to uh, Doug Billings on Telegram, the right side with Doug Billings. Uh, he could use some followers there. So go check it out. And uh, next up, quick fact check. We've got... Jorge Soros, this 4chan post has been going viral. I mean, if it's hitting me in the DMs on Telegram, then I'm like, oh, I got to talk about this. <laughs> this was a uh, 4chan post that came out yesterday that says, George Soros died two hours ago, won't be in the news until tomorrow. Clearly, today is, well, tomorrow's today and haven't seen anything about it yet. Some people are even posting this today, I guess forgetting about the date, not maybe knowing how to read 4chan or 8chan posts, maybe even know where the day is on it, but uh, they're posting it today, and they're like, oh, let's wait till the news tomorrow, and yet, you know, this was yesterday. So, obviously, don't believe really anything you see on the internet. Nothing what you see, half of what you hear believe that especially if it's on telegram man telegram's a mess these days salon putting out this hit piece about q and they're getting worse with these like worse and worse and worse gotta tell you the end of QAnon, u.s democracy still isn't safe QAnon is not just republican but anti-democracy anti-american and pro-oligarch like i don't even know this head photo with Alex Jones here, and it absolutely makes no sense. These guys have no idea what they're writing about these days, but it really makes you wonder why they're still writing about it. Why? Why? wonder why. Maybe big things are coming soon. Uh, now let's get into the, uh, actually, one more thing I want to show you guys. Let's back up here. You might be uh, aware that the, Ooh, how do we describe him? Let's call him the CNN masturbating guy. 
The dude that got caught jerking off like live during a Zoom call for CNN, Jeff Tubin, he is literally back at CNN. No joke. Uh, I guess I'll recap. I'll do the honors. <laughs> Help yourself. Okay. Um, in October, you were on a Zoom call with your colleagues from the New Yorker magazine. Everyone took a break for several minutes, during which time you were caught masturbating on camera. Uh, you were subsequently fired from that job after 27 years of working there. And you since then have been on leave from CNN. Do I have all that right? Um, you got it all right. Sad to say. Ah, oh, it's too good. I had to put the Pepe one in there. Probably the most awkward moment in CNN history. And it's just... Literally, can they find no one else? Is that how desperate their their job hunts are these days? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But anyway, let's move on here into talking about this big story. Justice Department, that is the uh, Inspector General of the DOJ, Mike Horowitz, today putting out this uh, press release here. Let's take a look at it. Oh, why is that not coming up? That is interesting. I didn't know that wouldn't come up. So that's something we're both learning together. But anyway, uh, we'll take a look more into that after I'm done here. News goes, though, Department of Justice Inspector General Horowitz today saying he's opening an internal probe into the department's Trump-era secret subpoenas against Apple for data belonging to House Democrats and the phone records of journalists working for major media companies. Now, these are Trump-era subpoenas from a long time ago, all the way back from 2017, I believe. And of course, the fake news media is using the word targeting, bringing that connotation to it, like this is bad news, but uh, this isn't making some of those swamp rats too happy. You can see here, as part of the leak investigation, Trump's DOJ secretly seized phone records of journalists working with CNN, WAPO, and the New York Times. Uh, DOJ obtained a gag order against Apple, and subpoenaed the company to hand over all the all the deets. You know, remember who was uh who was the attorney general back then? Was it was it well not just Barr, but who was before Barr? Sessions. Sessions. Interesting. Maybe Se Sessions did his job, right? And there was certain I don't know acting going on in the public domain to make him seem like a bad guy. But this is big news. Then we move on here to Adam Schiff, clearly nervous, today, saying on, what was this, The Hill, I view Bill Barr as the second most dangerous person in the country after Donald Trump. Not just him, I think Eric Swalwell was nervous as well. Nancy Pelosi, also saying it's an egregious assault on our democracy. That's the only line they have anymore. On our democracy. Waged by the former president. Ah, geez. We'll see where that goes. We'll see where that goes. Also, I wonder, are we going to be getting some Durham news soon? Maybe Durham was investigating some of this stuff as well. Some of these leaks. Not only the fake news media leaks, but congressional leader leaks. We'll see. Uh, moving on from this into Chinese researchers finding a batch of new coronaviruses in bats. Or so the official story goes. Chinese researchers at the University of Shandong say they collected samples from uh, small forest dwelling bats between, check this, May 2019 and November 2020. 
All right, those days, they say they got 24 different samples. Four of them were SARS-CoV-2-like coronaviruses, and one was very similar, almost a genetic match to SARS-CoV-2. Convenient timing for this. Like, where was this earlier? You figure we could have used this information, I don't know, a year plus ago, and it's coming out now when all this information about the Wuhan lab leak is hitting the public consciousness, being discussed openly in the mainstream. <laughs> what a coincidence. Seems like a cover their ass measure to me. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. Let's talk uh, vaccines. CDC planning, quote, emergency meeting on rare heart inflammation following COVID-19 vaccines. This seems like it's going to be another CYA job. You know, the media is putting the spin on this that it's rare. It's rare. Eh, it's higher than expected, but it's still rare. You know, vaccines are safe and effective. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. All the NPCs cry. Meanwhile, when you take a look at VAERS reporting, the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, not just VAERS, but really any vaccine reporting uh, system or network, they are highly uh, inefficient they get a fraction of the overall of the total, shall we say, adverse events or reactions that people have for a variety of reasons. Uh, a lot of people, because they believe vaccines are so safe and effective, it's been pummeled into their brains. They feel weird, but they don't associate it with the vaccine. Or the fake news gaslighting gets to them. You're supposed to have a reaction. You're supposed to feel icky, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they don't report anything. A lot of doctors are nervous to do it as well. They don't want to report anything and, you know, get put on the hot seat. So, yeah. This, in likely, is just going to be another CYA job from the CDC, like I said, where they say, oh, we studied it. It was fine. Jedi mind trick, nothing to see here. Right? I expect that within the next, what, 72 hours? We'll see. If I was a betting man. <laughs> oh, two passengers test positive. For COVID on the Celebrity Millennium, Celebrity Millennium, I guess that's the name of it. The first fully vaccinated cruise that finally got underway after all this time. Uh, cruise line's been hit real hard by these lockdowns. It was a fully vaccinated cruise, and yet a couple of people tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, as a very popular, maybe not these days, but popular when I was younger, Comedian often said, here's your sign. Here's your sign. Either, well, vaccines don't really work like they say they do, or the tests are garbage. And again, if I was a betting man, I'd probably bet on them both, not going to lie. Vaccines are garbage and these PCR tests are garbage too. Put them in the same can. Uh, next story, Foo Fighters are going to perform for fully vaccinated fans at a full-capacity Madison, Madison Square Garden. Dave Grohl going full pharma shill. This is not really a big surprise. Didn't he do, like, a benefit rock concert, I think, not too many weeks ago for, like, I don't know, frontline workers, something like that. I don't know. Total big pharma shill. So from now on, officially, I am calling the Foo Fighters... The Foo Fizers. <laughs> I don't know. This meme just cracked me up. I had to show you guys that. All right. Moving on. Let's get into the G7. 
happening uh, today, I think, is the kickoff there in Europe. The United Kingdom's Prime Minister Boris Johnson says that G7 nations must build back better. Yes, he, he done did it. He said those words, build back better in a, quote, greener, more gender neutral, and perhaps more feminine way. More feminine, which is not gender neutral, ironically. Boris! Well, ugh, we lost you, Boris. Man, what a, what, a, what a weak, pathetic move. And in fact, let's take a look at how all the G7 leaders actually introduced themselves at the event. I saw this video today, and I just, I couldn't stop laughing. I, I couldn't. <laughs> is cringe. Yeah, I saw it in the comments already. Word of 2021 is cringe. Ah, that is just, that's a doozy, isn't it? They're literally rubbing elbows there because, <laughs> okay. All right, that music too, I just, it got me. All right, moving on. Let's get into here, what is next? What is next? These statements, these statements coming out from Donald Trump these last few days. Uh, because he removed his desk page from his website, they're kind of tough to find. I usually go to RSBN, Right Side Broadcasting Network. They've done a good job posting them on Telegram. Uh, I assume they're just going out in emails to selected like news networks or something like that. Anyway, uh, there's a few of them I want to show you, not all of them, because there's been like a bunch. So this first one was hilarious. He's calling out the uh, all the folks making up the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. And uh, calling out the sleaze bags from the intelligence Obama era, like Comey, McCabe, Brennan, Clapper, you know, as to who do I trust, they asked, Russia or our intelligence from the Obama era. He says, after all that has been found out and written should be obvious. Our government has rarely had such low lives as these working for it. Uh, I would disagree, but political statement. There's been a lot of lowlifes working in this country for a long time. He said, good luck to Biden in dealing with President Putin. Don't fall asleep during the meeting and give him my warmest regard. Ah! <laughs> uh, I like how he called him Biden, not President Biden. But then he explicitly called Putin President Putin. And then just the, the lovely New Yorker speech, double speak there, where you just, you know, the sarcasm drips. I love it. A lot of people don't get that sarcasm, and they have a tough time. Like, wishing Ghislaine Maxlane well? Clearly, sarcasm. Come on. Uh, this next statement. Biden just said that he was told by the Joint Chiefs of Staff that climate change is our greatest threat, if that is the case. And they actually said this. He ought to immediately be fire the Joint Chiefs of Staff for being incompetent. <laughs> Woo! Putting the heat on the Joint Chiefs, which... To the best of my knowledge, all of the Joint Chiefs that are there were appointed under Trump, yet they're still there. That you know, you might want to check that. But to the best of my knowledge, uh, I love this show. 
I, I love the the movie and the actors and the acting and so it's so confusing from so many different angles. You, sometimes you can't even tell when there is acting going on. Does it really not like the Joint Chiefs? Are the Joint Chiefs just playing some optics? Is it the part of the game? I don't know, but climate change is our greatest threat. Also, a quick note on that. You'll notice after these text messages came out from Hunter Biden saying the N-word a bunch of times, you know, those surfaced a day or two ago. Wasn't the greatest threat like just last week white supremacy? Isn't that what Biden said? Greatest threat facing our nation is white supremacy. And these text messages come out, and now, whoa, the greatest threat is climate change. That was a quick narrative change. Just saying. And then one more statement we got here. This one was roasting Fauci. Woo! And talking about the Wuhan lab leak and demanding $10 trillion in global reparations from the CCP for what happened, or the CCP virus for the plandemic, scamdemic, whatever you want to call it, as Biggie. A lot of statements coming out. Here's the thing. I'm not just reading these statements to you for no reason, just to, like, fill time in my live stream. No, here's uh, Trump spokesman Jason Miller is leaving his post to helm tech startup that could become ex-presidents which should be current presidents, uh, new social media platforms. So Jason Miller, Trump's spokesman, leaving that particular position to basically head up Trump's social media. So with so many statements, like there's been three or four today that I had a tough time finding and throwing in here. Now this happening, I think we are T-minus not too long until his platform being announced. And here's a point I want to make is that this platform Whatever Trump's going to make is one of the most important things going on right now. Up there with the audit, with, I mean, everything's important. It's all connected in some way, shape, or form. But you got to get the comms secure, the communications ability secure and flowing freely before big bombs from the audits really start dropping because they're going to censor the absolute shit out of that all over the place. We've got to have an ability to share the information about it uh, properly. So I would imagine two, three, four weeks, you know, this is something that's going to be coming soon, and then bombshells will start flying. So uh, speaking of the audits, getting into that topic, uh, Attorney General, the current one, Biden's DOJ Merrick Garland, announces that the Justice Department will scrutinize any post-election uh, audits for evidence of voting law violations. Let me repeat that one more time. Attorney General saying the DOJ is going to scrutinize these audits for evidence of voting law violations. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So they want to scrutinize our scrutinizing of their crimes, right? So... What we need to do is scrutinize their scrutinizing of our scrutinizing of their crimes. If you pick up what I'm putting down, right? Really, why don't they scrutinize all the voting law violations around the election, right? Night and day. day. I mean, obvious, obvious point to make here in this clown world that's going on. Nevertheless, tomorrow, today, actually. I'm here thinking it's Thursday. It's already Friday. This is today. Gateway Pundit reported last night 
There are a bunch of state delegations coming today. Nine states. Bunch of delegations, state representatives from nine different states are touring the Arizona Audit Center. There's only one pallet left to count. They're almost done. I believe some estimates say that anywhere between like June 16th, I don't know, we're like a week or two away, basically, from what could be the first results per se. I don't know. Like I said, I think I think we're going to get Trump's social media platform because before anything big, big comes out, but we'll see. Uh, nine states, and I think the total amount of states is like 18 now because some have already toured it as we were covering earlier in the week, and now there's nine more today, so... I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for the July 4th fireworks. I don't know about you, but I, I don't want to... I want some fireworks for the 4th. We might, and we seriously might. Maybe more audits announced elsewhere or results from this one or we'll see. But no doubt the swamp, the fake news, the establishment and all of their little peon minions out there, <laughs> they nervous. They nervous. Uh, next story. Let's talk about the so-called insurrection or, of course, as Chuck Sumer would say, the erection on the 6th of January. So Republican Congressman Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, he wants answers from the Capitol Police officers stationed near the doorway where 300-plus unauthorized individuals entered the building. He was reviewing some security footage, and he wants answers, Ron Johnson does. Yeah. Should, a lot of people should want answers. How? how there's clearly video footage from even outside, not just the doorway area, but outside where the gates were. I know you've seen this. Capitol Police just like literally opens the gate and dozens of people start walking through up the steps to the Capitol there. It wasn't an insurrection. Any Anybody with at least like a, a double-digit IQ, you don't even need three digits in there. Come on. It took me all of like 10 seconds to be like, okay, false flag. Right when I saw the footage, yes, this is a false flag, 100%. Those guys, those black box fools dressed up like Trump and Q supporters, those are those are provocateurs. Those people are paid. Like, come on now. So this is interesting news here. People want answers, and he's not shutting up. So now let's get into the uh, last couple of things I want to discuss here. We're going to move on from uh, more political stuff into talking crypto and UFOs. I got to fit it into to this video, you know, crypto and UFOs. A lot of news coming out about each lately, and I'm super interested in them both, and I think they're both incredibly important, so why not? If you don't like it, unsubscribe. <laughs> okay, so first of all, let's talk about uh, cryptocurrencies. There is so much FUD, F-U-D, fear, uncertainty, and doubt coming our way from the establishment, I guess you could say, especially the media, about crypto, Bitcoin in particular. You can see here, Yahoo today, Bitcoin to tumble further, odds makers bet on drop to $10,000. There's a, some, some bettors are predicting a drop greater than 50% chance that it'll fall to 10K this year. What? Bitcoin mining is an energy hog. What? What, what? FBI. Seizing Bitcoin wallet won't stop ransomware, but it's a start. Quack. 
it's all the same shit. Same shit, different day, you know, all these narratives. It's bad for energy. Criminals use it. Blah, 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 blah. There were uh, some Senate hearings yesterday. Apparently, Senate hearing on central bank digital currencies. All right? This guy. God, he looks like a creeper. He looks like he went to Yale. <laughs> Part of Skull and Bones. He said, make Bitcoin criminal and non-convertible into local currency in the U.S. and internationally. This so-called doctor went and said, make it illegal. All right, not just him, but Elizabeth Warren. Bitcoin is a disaster for our planet, claims Elizabeth Warren. Calls for a crackdown on environmentally wasteful cryptocurrencies. Okay, um, quick note on the whole environmental aspect of cryptocurrencies. I want to know how much overall power, how many, how many watts, kilowatts, megawatts do all these banks and dollar printers and federal reserves and clearing houses and all this shit, how much does that use by way of power? Let's, com let's compare that to cryptocurrency mining. All right. I don't know. Just just saying. Just saying. And then of course we can get into whole green agenda scam and there's technologies out there that are hidden and wind is bullshit and all this stuff blah blah blah. So, I don't know. Just very low IQ arguments for those that say that. And there's also more more criminals using it, right? Or the ransomware attacks. It wasn't just the Colonial Pipeline, but there's another company that claims they paid $11 million in Bitcoin to hackers. This is a meat producer, JB, JBS USA. JBS USA. They told the Wall Street Journal they went and just paid the ransom in Bitcoin. I, I don't know. It's like these companies, they even admit that they don't consult with the FBI or federal authorities before just up and paying these hackers. So I'm sitting here thinking like, maybe it's the FBI they're paying. Maybe this is just some concocted false flag bullshit to make crypto look bad. Good old-fashioned, good old-fashioned Cointail Pro. Uh, and the IMF, International Monetary Fund, yesterday saying that they're seeing risk. It's, it's bad, okay, that El Salvador is making Bitcoin legal tender. <laughs> oh, if the IMF is nervous and Elizabeth Warren is nervous... And some creepy, crazy-looking dude, and and I don't know, might be a good thing. Might just be a good thing. In fact, there are some, uh, there, a lot of conservatives are now starting to take a look at cryptocurrencies and these alt-currencies as being viable, you know? We talked about the climate change argument earlier and how it blows. The criminal one is also pretty bad of an argument because these the blockchain is like an open ledger uh you can track large withdrawals and deposits from exchanges and wallets and whatnot it's it's not hidden you don't know who's behind it that's the tough part and uh you know there's a whole encrypted aspect of it but it's i mean cr criminals are going to use whatever they can get their hands on to exchange stuff with criminals use federal reserve notes that you keep in your wallet if, if, if your argument is crypto is bad because criminals use it, okay, give me all of your Federal Reserve notes right now. I will take them off you and buy myself some ETH with it or Doge. 
Doji. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, some conservatives are getting getting on the uh, crypto train, and this is despite Trump's recent statements. I think a lot of people are uh, beginning to realize now that Trump has to say certain things for political reasons, so let's not hang on every word he says. Here we have T uh, Ted Cruz today saying that Bitcoin has a lot of potential. He sort of endorsed it today as a hedge against inflation during an interview on Fox News. That was Ted Cruz today. Yesterday, Sean Hannity had Michael Saylor on. Michael Saylor is like the god in the cryptocurrency movement. Dude has like billions of dollars worth in Bitcoin. I think he might actually be the largest Bitcoin holder in the world, at least that we know of or something like that. Billions of dollars into Bitcoin. So he was on Hannity. Hannity was taking it seriously. Hannity even put up a quick like new profile pic on Twitter of him with the laser eyes, but he only added up for like 30 minutes and he changed it. But hey, there you go. There you go. And uh, Jesse Kelly too, another commenter saying that, uh, and I, I like this take here. Got to be honest, I've never messed with Bitcoin. Have nothing against it. Just never wanted to take the time to dig into it. Fair answer. But watching all the most detestable people hate on it has me thinking it's time to start supporting it. And I agree. Looking at the IMF. I mean, if they're doing if they're doing uh, Senate hearings on central bank digital currencies, I mean, the central bank clearly wants to come out with their own version of it. Why is that? Because they want to centralize this new form of value exchange, a digital form of it. Cryptocurrencies are decentralized, right? So it's, I mean, tougher to regulate if you even can in some instances. So I don't know. I think there's just so much FUD out there. People people have a tough time really understanding the idea of a cryptocurrency because it is just digits on a, on a screen. But when you get into the idea of value and really digging into it, it's just a value exchange system. Sure, it's numbers on a screen, but it's our belief in the idea of it being a value exchange that allows it to be something worthwhile. Really, gold and silver, sure, I'm for a more gold, silver, asset-backed currency system, but even gold and silver, you know, only has so much value if computers go down too. If computers go down, yeah, cryptocurrency isn't going to do you much good, but what are gold and silver going to do you too? Sure, your silver bar might be a good paperweight, but can you fish with it? Can you garden with it? I don't know. Maybe you could like beat a deer over the head or something like that. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Golden, I, I think gold and silver are overrated in some capacities. And I'm not saying cryptocurrency doesn't have faults. It clearly does. But I just see it as a tool. It's a tool that we could use. And you see some people that are detestable that hate on it. Well, if they're hating on it, maybe there's some value to these particular tools. So moving on from that, let's finish up here talking about unidentified flying objects. All right, uh, let's get to the right tab. Bill Clinton thinks the aliens just might be real. They just might. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's like married to one, isn't he? <sighs> Who knows what Hillary is? Ah, there's just so many things to say about this. Um, first of all, Bill Clinton was on a podcast, and he's apparently... I, I think all these ex-presidents have been given the orders, Barack Obama included. Uh, I think Bush was even asked 
recently about this this subject. Uh, they're just fanning the flames. They're fanning the attention flames for it so people get interested and trying to give it a sense of legitimacy because it is, you know, clearly a, a misdirection, a distraction. I talked all about this on Doug Billings' podcast with him, and uh, yes, it is. all this is a distraction. They're feeding people into incredibly diet-woke gatekeepers of disclosure right now, right, uh, that are just giving them such partial aspects of truth. It's almost like a UFO cult is forming, right? It's weird. Like, a UFO cult is forming around people like Lou Elizondo and, and uh, these other folks, Chris Mellon, too. It's like, yes, disclosure disclosure that's all we care about it's weird uh not only that distraction and limited hangout it's it's really sad honestly because these are some of the most important topics of our time but they're so tough to wrap your head around because you have to you have to basically like rework your understanding of so many different aspects of reality society learning i mean physics spirituality cosmology history You've got to study the, you know, deeper aspects of all of those. So it's tough. And a lot of people don't have the big picture point of view, I suppose. So they get caught up and they'll just, you know, go with whatever's popular or excitable. Like Daily Wire even here, you know. Daily Wire, which is typically a more conservative leaning like publication, but they're just going with the straight left wing talking points in terms of the UFOs. Eh, I don't know. A lot to say about it. I'll do more videos and interviews, but uh, last article I have here for you guys, WAPO. This is the angle they're taking, man. They're taking a variety of angles. Uh, you know, national security threat. Nothing to see here. It's not U.S. technology. It's not man-made. There's no, It's way beyond the best we have. <laughs> Garbage, you know. In my opinion, that's like the most important angle, the most important part of this whole UFO disclosure psyop thing in the mainstream media is that right there, them telling us that we don't have this tech. That's what irks me the most, and that's what I think we should be pissed off about because, you know, we're slaves here. I don't want to be a slave anymore. I don't know about you, but... Uh, and the fear. They're just poking fear at this in every which way they can. WAPO. Contacting aliens could end all life on Earth. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's stop trying. I can just, I can feel the re re coming from this. Somebody just scared about everything. Whoever wrote this article probably wears two masks in their car alone with gloves on and has gotten like three Moderna shots. <laughs> that's that's the kind of person that writes this article. Uh, yeah, I don't know. In terms of intelligences outside of this celestial body we live on, outside of our solar system, I think they're both good and bad. I'll, I'll, I'll try to talk in like elementary levels here. I think they're both good and bad. I think some species are physical. Some species might not be so physical, you know, or interdimensional as some people like to say it. Some species are probably maybe both physical and non-physical. We sort of are, you know, physical and non-physical at the same time. Uh, some of these advanced ETs probably have meddled in human 
human society in the past, maybe in malevolent ways, maybe in benevolent ways. Maybe some ET species out there just don't give a shit about us. Or they just, you know, have their own little personal agendas. Who knows? I don't know. I just think everybody out there who claims they know, right, is probably full of shit. They're probably full of shit, man. Let me just say, I've seen, like, extra full of shit people on Telegram spreading all types of disinformation and crazy claims. When it comes to UFOs specifically, um, it's like people are separating into two camps. This is the way I see it. People are, like, polarizing one of two ways. Either they're totally brain dead. Well, kind of both both ways are brain dead. I'm like, where are the people in the middle that are, like, you know, with common sense these days? But one way I see people polarizing is that they're just believing whatever the heck's fed to them by the mainstream media and government, right? They're the they're the sheepers. The other people, they're getting polarized into the avenue of believing whatever conspiratorial crap is out there. Like, they'll believe everybody is a secret space program whistleblower. Everybody's been contacted by ETs or is channeling or like, everybody, oh my gosh. Like, they'll believe anything, right? I'm seeing so many people just go into like either one of those spectrums. And I'm sitting over here like thinking there's less and less people that are in the middle kind of like between both aspects and like having the skepticism and the critical thinking. And I don't know. I hope you are. I truly hope that you are remaining calm, remaining centered and not believing every single little thing that you see on telegram or bit shoot or YouTube or in your email inbox. Right. Obviously we know the mainstream media feeds garbage to us, but you got to understand there are intelligence networks this comes from the defense contractors, maybe private corporations, maybe a three-letter agency, who knows. But it comes from high up the deep state. They do conduct PSYOP, psychological operations, all across the social media internet landscape in the conspiracy truth movement in particular to, to screw us, to make us believe crazy stuff, to scare us, to... Uh, conduct their wrap-up smears with the mainstream media, you know, insert crazy shit into this movement, classic COINTELPRO, run the smear pieces in the media. Um, you got to understand that that happens. And there are a lot of folks, I believe, in the UFO, ufology community, there are assets and or agents. Some might actually be agents in like with an agency. Others might just be being leveraged or utilized as an asset Maybe knowingly, maybe unknowingly, but I, I do believe in not just the ufology spectrum, but all truth movement these days, especially on BitChute, Telegram, personalities that are out there. Maybe you know their name and face. Maybe they're using a fake name and using their face. Maybe there's no name and face. It's just a sock puppet account on Telegram. I truly believe, and I think I'm right, that there's a lot of psyops out there. So you got to be careful. Don't blindly believe people, you know, that you've never met before, that you haven't taken the time to get to know. Sure, use people if they offer valuable information, but still be careful, you know? You can trust somebody to give you disinformation. You can trust somebody to give you good info about one topic and then give you shit info about another topic. You might be able to trust somebody to give you good info, but they could be just dickheads behind the scenes and like totally greedy and money hungry or something like that, right? I've dealt with it all, folks. So... There you go. It's my Friday night rant for you guys. I'm going to finish it there. We'll go into some Q&A. Shout out to all you guys watching live. Thank you. If you're watching on the replay on BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, or Gab TV, 
Or if you're listening to the podcast, thank you. Subscribe to this channel. Give this uh, a thumbs up wherever you're listening or watching to it. If you want to support the work I do, please find my supplement brand at ConsciousStrength.net. Got a lot of good subs on there. Please find my videos at JordanSather.tv. It's my own video website. You can find it on Roku in the Apple App Store too. Just search Destroying the Illusion. But I post all these videos. Cut out the sponsors. I post some exclusive content on there too. And if you subscribe to JordanSather.tv, you get access to bi-monthly live Zoom calls that I do. So you can come chill with me live. I upload them exclusively to JordanSather.tv. All right, guys. Appreciate all of you watching and listening on the replays. Catch me Monday live next time, 3 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I go live Monday, Wednesday, Friday now at 3 p.m. Find it on DLive, Twitch, and the Foxhole app. Hope to see you Monday. Uh, I might post some more videos over the weekend. And see you next time. Take care.